Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And today, listen... I have just come back from Disney World and Universal, and I'm recovering. I have to go on a surprise work trip next week, and this has been on my mind for a while. I know there's a lot of things going on, but I have been wanting to talk about this. Um, So we're going to be talking about (laughs) kind of the vitriol against single women, childless women who go to Disney World. It is a bit dated. I think this conversation is ongoing, but this particular post is a bit dated, but I bet a lot of you will remember it. Also with this, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit at the end, but you know, every, every time we have a conversation like this, it's always worth acknowledging people who want to have kids and can't have kids for whatever reason. Um, it's also worth acknowledging that Disney World is expensive. <laughs> it is extremely expensive. Yeah. And we calculated how many rides you would ride without a fast pass. It was like four or five. Oh, no. And it's for the like price of admission that that's bonkers. No. I don't know if that's totally accurate, but that's what we calculated on this particular trip. So to put that out there. Also, a content warning for language, which will be believed, but it's pretty offensive. <laughs> um, so, just a note. Uh, but yeah, uh, Samantha and I, you and I have talked about this previously. Kind of just how angry people get about people enjoying themselves, especially if they're childless uh, people um, at places like this. And a couple of years ago, there was a post on Facebook that went viral that kind of really spoke to this vitriol, and I'm going to read it. Um, <laughs> so here we go. 
It pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples without children at Disney World. Also, a lot of this is in all caps, right. I just have to stress. Okay, Disney World is a family amusement park, three exclamation points. Yet, these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buy their babies treats and toys. Some in some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel and Aiden, my son, wanted one, but the line was very long. So I said later and it broke his poor little heart and he cried and I wanted to take that pretzel from that tramp like, thanks, you made my son cry. I f***ing hate childless women with a burning passion. Wow. Yeah, I remember this. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this. Because I'm like, you know, this is... This kid is the same kid who's never going to hear no for an answer and maybe a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That might be too strong. But let's just be honest. Like, saying that it's her fault that you said no Mm -hmm. (laughs) is an odd reaction. Not that it was the last pretzel, which still wouldn't give you any right. Right. But that you just didn't want to stand in line. Right. And, And here, we've talked about this before. I have kind of like a running joke that you can, I, I perhaps callously count how many arguments I hear in Disney. Um, Magic Kingdom is number one. That's where most of them happen. But I, we we have talked about before about the pressure that's put on women to plan these vacations and make them magical. As I said, it is so expensive. And I feel like that that becomes a pressure where it's like, if you're not happy and having the best time, then what is this for? Um, which kids are kids and maybe are tired of the heat or don't want to wait in line because it's mostly waiting in lines, everybody. Like, that's just what it is. And that's the, this year when I went, the number one argument I heard was mostly dads, or I'm assuming it was mostly men saying some version of like, I paid so much for this, you're going to enjoy it right. to their kids. Right. Which is like not... That's not the best way to have a good time. I do get it. It is ex- it's expensive. But also like they're kids. <laughs> kids and it's right. hot. It was so hot in October. <laughs> I have sunburn. <laughs> like and I don't burn easily. <laughs> oh. Oh wow. Yeah. Well me again. This is we talked about this before. We talked about this convers had this whole conversation about the fact that going on vacation is a privilege. Yes. It's unfortunate that it's that type of privilege. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, my family could never. I think I just recently joked with my mother because they were talking about going somewhere. And I was like, oh, I'm proud of you. Because we talked about the fact that every four years, for two days, one night, actually, I thought it was a whole, like, three-day weekend. My mom was like, no, it was one night. Like, (laughs) she corrected (laughs) me. Two days, one Mm -hmm. night, we would go to the Smoky Mountains, go to Dollywood, Mm -hmm. Got nothing. We never got souvenirs. I think we ended <laughs> up sharing a like a funnel cake, mm-hmm. but we definitely had the like the five for five hamburgers from McDonald's, which I despise to this day. Like I still cannot stand that. Um, and the Laurel Inn buy one get one free chips that was yeah. stashed, and then we had whatever sandwiches my mother packed for the mm-hmm. trip because we were not going out to eat. I think we went out to eat one time, so they mm-hmm. budgeted one time. Dollywood, a really sad two-bed motel uh, where three kids, 
would have to share with their parents. Like, I think I definitely was on the floor. And uh, a blazer where I had to sit in the cubby in the back. <laughs> and not to make it sound worse, but I get really car sick. So this was even more fun driving mm-hmm. up to Tennessee, which was like a good four-hour drive. Right. That was our vacation until, yeah, until I think we stopped going doing vacations and I started going with friends to vacations. Mm-hmm. They would go on. They would let me go with them. So every, all I had to pay for was food. Um, mm-hmm. But like that was our vacation. And to for my parents... I'm not going to lie. I don't have great memories. Mm, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I sound so ungrateful because we just fought the entire time. I don't know if my mom and dad would fight or my brother and I would fight. It was just fighting. And I just remember standing in line, being hot and crying and being miserable. My brother, I remember one year, got such bad sunburn that he had sun poisoning and we had to take him to the hospital. Like that was the level of vacations. Oh. And again, once every four years. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Those are the memories that I have. So doing a whole Disney thing, I couldn't imagine. I don't know. I don't know if it would have been fun for me. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Honestly, because I've told this story before, I asked my parents to go when I was a kid and they said never. Um, and that's why I joined marching band because the marching band <laughs> wouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like we, so one of the reasons this was on my mind was not only did I go recently and I heard these arguments, but also I was with my friends and we were all talking about like, if we had gone as kids, would we have enjoyed it? Like, what is the age where it's like that magical thing right. that they kind of commercialize to people, sell to people. And I just feel like for a lot of kids, it's a very small window, um, especially for that price. Like, if it wasn't that expensive, then I don't know. Then you could go in and, like, they they want to see this character and ride this ride, and then you can go back to the hotel. But because it's so expensive, you feel like you have to. I've got to get the most out of this. We're only coming this one time, maybe. But we were talking about that and we were saying like, this is why it's so fun to go as a single, like childless adult where we can ride all the rides and we can eat the food and, uh, you know, like it. Right. So it just started this conversation. Then when I read this comment, which I do remember when it happens, um, and I've heard this from people, I've heard this from people, not usually friends, but I've heard it from people who are basically their argument is it's child, it's childish for you to go. And you're making everything worse for kids. Right. And it's for kids. Right. And so, like, in this comment, I found it interesting that she says, like, the line, like, you have no idea the joy and happiness it is for mothers to buy their babies treats and toys. Like, that uh, being of the mother and buying these things, that's the joy for her. It's not going to them. Right. To the parks. It is bringing her kids to the parks Which again, and then calling everyone slutty and trans. Right. There's so much like sexist commentary here on top of the fact like I, the best part to me was the whole like you bought a pretzel he started crying I said no and now I'm mad. Like I'm like why didn't you just buy him a pretzel? Like I don't I don't understand. Look. I know lines get long at Disney, but I promise you, you could have found a pretzel line somewhere. Like, we might have been like, oh, I'm not going to that one. We'll go to this one. It's never right. been that long. I went with you as an adult, and if we didn't get a drink here, we got it over there. Like, <laughs> I got churros. They want you to buy I, that I don't, pretzel. Like, they have one like every other corner. I don't know what this happening. Now, this seems to be the one the one odd thing. Like, you could have complained about, we wanted to get on the teapot, but these adults took over. <laughs> that would have made a lot more sense. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't either. But I've heard it. I've heard it. I, even, like, um, some celebrities are kind of famous for being, like, I hate Disney adults. And I think there's a difference between and I'm actually not here to comment on this, but I think there's a difference between, like, Disney adults and adults who go to Disney. <laughs> right. Um, also, I have friends who went all of their childhood and all of their adult life, and they, because they, they, at, like, 30s, have enjoyed going with their parents to Disney World. And, like, mm-hmm. they love, and they, neither one of them have children, the children, and they love this as much. And I feel like, you know, at this point, also, again, unless you're very rich having those kids, you're not going. Right. And another thing that I was thinking about, because I'm kind of the, you know, I'm the person that's like, here's what we do. Yes. But they changed their fast pass system at Disney. And now you have to pay for it. 
And you have to wake up at 7 a.m. every morning to do it. And you have to do it per person. So, you know, I'm, I'm with friends who I have someone, Marissa, thank you, uh, who helped me out. But I can't imagine, like, you, you'd have to, A, know that. No clue. And then pay for it. And then wake up and do it for all of your kids. Like, because we were all adults, like, we all chipped in. And right. So it was okay. But, like, if you're taking your kids, they're not chipping in. They're not <laughs> helping. Just... And if you're, unfortunately, in one of those relationships, the dude's not helping. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. We're up there, like, trying to get these I was visible going things. with you, getting in line to go to Star Wars stuff. And I was like, I, I hate this. Why am I here? I'm that so was cold. a pain. <laughs> I'm so cold. I don't blame you. And for that. <laughs> had we not had, you know, a friend of the show, Holly, tell us what to do, we wouldn't have done it. No, I had to ask her. And she, by the way, she was there when I was there. <laughs> I saw that. I wondered if you had seen each other or something. We never ran into each other. Oh, okay. We had like the opposite schedule, but it was yeah, funny. She had the cutesy Halloween. You had the horror Halloween. I was like, let me go to the haunted houses. But she was like, I'll go to Mickey's <laughs> not so scary party. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. But I mean, she was one of the reasons we were originally talking about this is because people feel very they feel very legitimized in criticizing, I would say, especially women and childless women for like having fun and like spending their money where they can spend their money. Yeah, and when and we, I'm guaranteeing, I think I've talked about this before, most of these women never got to go as kids. Exactly. Exactly. And, and like I said, you know, I don't know that I would have had as fun if I had went as a kid. And that feels strange to say because Disney World does feel like a very kid's place. But just because of all the logistics of it, of the heat of it, of the, like all of the ins and outs of the family arguments, like I don't think I would have had as fun if I had gone as a kid. And now I have the money. I'm very fortunate. And I like to go. I like to go with friends. I didn't get to go as a kid. And it's just odd to me that I feel like I'm a good, I'm not messing up your experience. Right. I'm not like, I'm in line, but I'm like, what is one more person in line? Like, right. I, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like I'm really. And we were talking about this uh, with my friends and we were talking about kind of it, it's I feel like it's natural to be jealous to see people like, oh, they just get to go and do this. Like, right. I don't have to deal with these kids, <laughs> these kids. They don't have to deal with kids who are like hot and crying like one day we were riding to magic kingdom hadn't even gotten there it was probably like 8 39 one kid screaming crying haven't even gotten there the three others miserable looking like just not into it <laughs> like and that's how the day started oh it. no <laughs> they hadn't even gotten into the heat which that day was hot <laughs> oh, no. yeah i this is like the same thing to me about Six Flags. I won't go because it's mm. just standing in line for for rides that hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old, y'all. Uh, <laughs> see previous happy hour. <laughs> that I have to stand in line for three hours with no reprieve from the heat because you feel like you have to stand just in the hot, hot concrete. Of, there's no trees because they've taken them all down for the rides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going mm-hmm. into a restaurant is costly. <laughs> and you really have nowhere yeah. to sit except in the heat. They have nowhere to sit. I was thinking about that. 
nowhere to sit. And yeah, I mean, we so we were basically waiting for Haunted Mansion to open up. And so we rode this ride that I like, but it's kind of like, eh. And it was an hour wait. And I heard the people at the front of it like, could you imagine waiting an hour in this heat? (laughs) (laughs) It was so hot. I can't stress enough. I, I, it sounds horrible, but I know you had the best time. So I'm not going to hate that. I had a great time. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. But yeah, I mean, it comes down to <laughs> that awful saying that I really hate, but it's true. Don't yuck someone's yum. Mm. In that, I get it. You may be frustrated and you just want to blame somebody. And so you're going to blame the single people who seem to be joyously walking about, drinking, and not having to uh, get those their kids in line, uh, touching things, begging for things, doing things. But like, it seems just to be like one of those things that you are going to have to mentally prepare yourself to know you're going to have some kind of fallout, like whether it's a child having a tantrum, being tired, being hot, uh, like any of those things. 
like kids are not able to function for that long. Like I get super cranky and sleepy just standing out in the sun for four hours. So going like an eight, try to get cram everything in in an eight hour day with kids who are used to naps and being able to sit and just play video games. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole thing. You've got to mentally prepare yourself. And it's not anybody's fault. It's not your fault as the parent. It's not your fault as the kid. It's not everyone else's fault who has nothing to do with this. <laughs> right. And it seems kind of odd that what you want to do is curse out somebody for being there. Right. And definitely make it like a very moral, like, hey, I have kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm the one who belongs here mm-hmm. in itself. And we know, if nothing else, like, Disney's only about the money. So mm-hmm. if they could make more money without you, they will. Yeah, and that's my thing. It's like, if they, if they want you to buy that damn pretzel, I promise you that. And also, I just felt like it was a strange... It, it goes back to what we've talked about before, about that idea that the mother is always... What defines her goodness is sacrificing her happiness. So it's like... What makes her happy about going to the, quote, happiest place on earth is that she's buying something for her kid and that's making him happy. That just kind of weirds me out. But also, I did like, there were some responses that were very funny. Um, Here's one. This is my new favorite wild mommy post. It's me, the millennial slut who who just goes to Disney World to make children cry. Um, And then here's another one. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. You are now mandated to go f- up some Karen's day by existing at Disney World. Godspeed, you rebel. <laughs> I mean, again, it's like... <sighs> I feel like we're not annoying park goers. I mean, if you're an adult who is an influencer that purposely tries to mess up people's day, yeah. then yes. If you're purposely, mm-hmm. like messing with the staff yes yes you oh. are you you are a problem and you need to co- leave because i've seen so many of those posts yeah but mm-hmm. like i think people who are just trying to love their adult life by living out their childhood fantasies mm-hmm. why not i think yeah go I hang out with them be- those are the people's perspective that you want <laughs> yeah and i again like I think we should be asking more questions about, like, it's expensive. And a lot of us couldn't afford to go until we got jobs ourselves. And honestly, Um, the park is not set up for most people. It's very ableist mm -hmm. and very, like, like, so many things. The park in itself is inaccessible for people without money and people who uh, have a disability. So that's a conversation that needs to really happen. Yeah, and I had a note about that at the end because I feel... That I've heard a lot of comments that are very ableist at the park and also a lot of fat phobic um, comments at the park. So so we're talking about single women today specifically, but that is not at all uh, the extent of what people feel very qualified to judge other people for at these parks. Um, and it just makes me question, like, who, who, who do we think can have fun? Who do we think can spend money? And the judgment that it comes so quickly around that, if it gets in certain people's way. <laughs> True. Well, I'm glad you had a fun time, Annie, and I hope you can fulfill by going to the other one. I'm trying. 
I'm trying to go to Universal in LA. We'll see. But yeah, I had a real, I had a blast. And I'm going to talk about that in my happy hour upcoming. Um, but yeah, this was just something on my mind uh, that we all talked about while we were there. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you have thoughts about this. If you do, you can contact us. Our email is stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I've Never Told You. Uh, we have a Tee Public store with merchandise and we have a book that you can get at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com or wherever you get your books. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.